The Power of Habit Formation. Welcome to the Lucius Lyron Podcast, where we dive deep into the mysteries of the universe and our place in it. I am your host, Lucius Lyron. Today, we are embarking on a fascinating exploration of the power of habit formation. Have you ever noticed how a small habit, when repeated daily, can lead to significant changes in your life? Whether it's making your bed every morning, a daily walk, or a regular meditation practice, these small actions can profoundly impact our health, mindset, and relationships. Today, we'll explore the spiritual science behind habit formation and provide you with seven practical tips to transform your life one habit at a time. So whether you're looking to break a bad habit or cultivate a new one, this episode is for you. So let's get started. In many spiritual traditions, habits are seen as the repetitive action that shape not only our daily lives, but also our spiritual journey. These routines are more than mere physical or mental actions. They are expressions of our deepest values and intentions. By cultivating positive habits, we align our daily actions with our spiritual goals, creating a harmonious balance between our inner and outer world. And that is very true, you guys, to create new habits. For me, that was definitely something that I have learned many years <laughs> and counting to always be mindful of different habits that I do. Because when you start to implement, because I know for myself, I had some bad habits and some of my habits are, they used to be really bad eating habits. <laughs> I used to not eat that good. And I, we all, when you're like a foodie, we all fall short when it comes to just like having some bad eating habits. And especially around this time frame, once we get into the holiday season and all the cakes and cookies and pies, it's, oh my goodness. And it's okay to have sugar in moderation, but to indulge in too much sugar, obviously it's not that good. But I've definitely... For myself, with like certain habits in regards to being very mindful of like my words, I think at the beginning of my whole journey as a researcher and understanding spirituality even more, I was learning to be very mindful of my words because our words hold a lot of power and a lot of weight. And when you have a bad habit of saying that you can't do something or just a lot of like negative words towards like yourself, that is considered a bad habit of doing that when we should be very mindful of that. So going into the first tip is intentional mindfulness. At the heart of habit formation from a spiritual perspective, 
is the concept of mindfulness or intentional living. Every habit we form should stem from a conscious choice reflecting our values and spiritual beliefs. Whether it's a habit of meditation, mantra, acts of kindness, or gratitude, each action becomes a ritual, infusing our day with meaning and connecting us to something larger than ourselves. And that's very true. One thing that I like to share with people is learning about the source and connecting with the source on a daily basis because the source lives in all of us. And from a science perspective, the source is energy is undeniable. No one can deny the source of energy. What is it? Black matter, dark matter also resides in, in energy. That's the source. And so when we connect with that energy, then we are connecting with something way larger than ourselves because energy is very conscious, very aware of itself and very aware of everything, not only just here, but in this whole entire universe, this whole entire universe is nothing but energy. And that is the ultimate source. All right. Number two, the power of rituals. In many spiritual practices, rituals hold a significant place. They are essentially habits imbued with sacred intention. By transforming simple habits into rituals, we acknowledge the spiritual significance of everyday actions like lighting a candle, preparing a meal with love, or setting aside time for quiet reflection. These rituals become anchors, keeping us grounded in our spiritual journey. I really like what it said about preparing a meal with love. I feel that most of us, I'm really hoping the majority of us, have experienced eating a meal from your mother or your grandmother or even a father, anyone who has been nurturing to you and they prepared a meal and you're like, man, why is home cooking so good? And one of the things that make home cooking so good is that it's prepared with love. That's why. Because Anyone that's taken the time to cook for everyone, to me, that's in the energy of love. And so that's why it tastes so good, because love is being prepared in the meal. So that's really good. Rituals are, are really good to do. I, I tend to do my rituals during like full moons and new moons and planetary alignments and things like that. That's something that I've made a habit for myself doing is to make sure that I utilize the power of the universe and the energy of the many different planets 
to create the things that I want to manifest in my life. And so uh, I have <laughs> really seen a lot of powerful things happen just by incorporating that particular ritual into my daily practice. All right, let's move on to tip number three, which is the transformation through discipline. Discipline is often revered in spiritual context as a vital tool for growth and enlightenment. Consistent habits require discipline, which in turn strengthens our will and determination. This discipline is not about restriction, but about the freedom to choose action aligned with our higher selves, leading us closer to spiritual fulfillment. Wow. Now, I think that's a very different take on discipline, right? <laughs> I know for me growing up in a very religious household, that was not my experience when it came to discipline. The discipline that I learned about growing up was very restrictive, was very about restriction. Wasn't about freedom at all. Wasn't about having the freedom to align myself with my higher self at all. So when we, every, everyone, every 29 years, we have what's known as a Saturn return. And Saturn is all about having discipline, but I see a lot of gurus and people out on social media that anytime they talk about Saturn, it's always something negative. And it's like, discipline is not a negative thing. It's really a positive thing when you learn it from a different perspective. So this is one of the reasons why I wanted to really write this down because my goal is to give you guys a different perspective on words that may have been said to us to see it in a different perspective. Because a lot of things that we've been taught hasn't fully been the truth. And so we have to revisit a lot of things, a lot of words, and really understand the meaning of it so that we can have a better not even only an understanding, but also a better understanding of certain things because it's all about encouragement and encouraging you all to be the best version of yourself. I feel like that is, that's a daily habit that everyone should do is to be encouraged to always want and try to be the best version of yourself. There's a lot of self-discovery in that because I can tell you this, I've been on this path for a very long time, well over a decade. And even with being on this path, I am still learning new stuff <laughs> about me. I'm still learning. And so I made it a habit to always be in the mindset of always being a student. Even though I can be a teacher, I'm always a student. Understand what I'm saying? So as long as you keep yourself in student mode, then you become a master at 
certain things over your life, including habits. So think about that. Tip number four. Habits as a path to self-realization. Wow. In spirituality, self-realization is a key goal, understanding and connecting with our true essence. Regular habits like meditation, journaling, or reading spiritual texts can gradually peel away layers of ego, misconception, and distractions, bringing us closer to understanding our true nature and purpose in life. And that's very true. We talked about, I believe, ego in the last episode and talk about how really taming the negative aspect of ego, because ego itself is not bad. Okay. I want to make that very clear because I know a lot of people out there talk very negative about the ego, but it's, there's a positive and negative to everything. And your ego is connected to your solar plexus. If you're going to continue to demonize your ego, then you're really shutting down your solar plexus without you even knowing it because of misinformation in regards to the ego. So it's about learning how to have balance in the ego. Okay. And what was the next thing? Misconceptions. There's a lot of misconceptions about the ego. <laughs> But yes, it's about having the balance of your ego, which a lot of people have a, have a hard time with that. You know what I mean? But I think the ego is a good thing to have. And if you are a person of enlightenment, then you will under and understand how to walk in that balance. Because for me, that's what my whole journey has been about is being in balance of both the positive and the negative, the dark and the light, being balanced of everything. And I, I see people end up in so much turmoil within themselves because they don't have balance. And when you don't have balance, then you're just all over the place. And what good is to be all over the place? Does nobody good <laughs> being all over the place? Those are just some things that we have to continually work on. All right. So number five, overcoming negative habits. I really love how it just, everything's just flowing right now <laughs> with my notes and just my conversation with you right now in regards to all of this and, and understanding habits. So anyway, I'm just getting a kick out of it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> just as positive habits can elevate us spiritually, negative habits can pull us away from our spiritual path. Recognizing and changing these habits is crucial. This isn't just about breaking a bad habit. It's about understanding its root cause, often linked to spiritual, I want to say 
It's often linked to a spiritual distance or replacing it with something that resonates more deeply with our spiritual lives. Just as positive habits can elevate us spiritually, negative habits can pull us away from our spiritual path. Recognizing and changing these habits is crucial. This isn't just about breaking a bad habit. It's about understanding its root cause, often linked to spiritual distance and replacing it with something that resonates more deeply with our spiritual selves. Okay? So a bad habit is allowing someone to speak to you in a particular way that brings you down. That's very, that's a very negative drawback, right? And we have to overcome that particular bad habit because it's one thing to, to give somebody an opportunity to speak their mind and stuff. But the moment that person wants to like spew a bunch of negative things and you just sit back and just take it because we have this martyr complex due to religious thinking of being a martyr and all that kind of stuff. And it's no, man, we're, we're not supposed to be taking all this negativity and think that it's, oh, it's natural or it's okay. No, I feel like that's a bad habit to have. It's a bad habit to, to think that it's okay for someone to just think that they can just say whatever they want to you. Absolutely not. Because what that does is that does drag you away from elevating yourself. And we really got to pay attention to that. All right. Tip number six, community and shared habits. Many spiritual traditions emphasize the power of community. Like communion prayer or group meditation reinforce our spiritual beliefs and provide a support system enhancing our personal practice through collective energy and intention. Wow. That is really good. That is actually what House of the Rising Sun is all about is community and shared habits within that community. It's so important to be communal and to be communal, really going back to the indigenous perspective of life. Because the community that we've been taught is very colonized and it's not our ancestors knew about before the dark ages came about when the Roman Catholic church and Constantine and Julius Caesar and all the council of Nicaea came in the power. So before the fuck boys, we were very communal and that's really one of the most interesting things that I have personally come across in my research is 
how we once were before the dark ages and really bringing that energy back. And I really feel that going into 2024, our ancestors are really calling for us to remember that because their DNA lives within us and within DNA is also ancestral memory as well. We have soul memory and then we have ancestral memory as well. We have all that. When you start to tap into your ancestral memory, you begin to realize, wow, like there is, there's a lot of healing that needs to happen because we've been stripped away from the concept of what real community truly is, especially for all my single parents out there, both men and women. When we have a, a community that not only uplifts each other, but also helps, there, there's no need to worry about daycare or having a babysitter because the community will come in and help watch the kids and all that. I think that's such a beautiful thing to, to have. And it just doesn't put a lot of stress on parents. I feel like that's one thing with the system that we live in does is just creates these bad habits that stresses parents out and just really has you like on this, I don't know, I don't want to say like a rat race, but it just feels like it's just like some big giant experiment <laughs> with people and it's horrible. It's, it's a horrible thing. And we need to change a lot of things in our society. And community is, is one thing, one major thing that we need to really change and just really be there for each other. Just the simple fact that a lot of people don't even know who their neighbors are is really wild. We, I don't know where, and I'm assuming it must have happened somewhere in like maybe the late 90s going into the 2000s. I don't know. Like, it's just people are just not aware of not only their surroundings, but just like the people that live around them. It's nice to know who you live next to. That, that should be a major form of community and stuff. But we have so much separation. And it's just really sad to see this with humanity because I just know we can do better and we will. So it's just a matter of us taking the time to reevaluate everything that we've been taught and everything that we have seen and to come up with new things. Because I, I don't think the answer is going to church and religious stuff in regards to community. And the reason why I say that is not to really put that concept down, but the energy behind that is just, it's not communal because there is still a lot of gossip and a lot of 
putting judgment in my experience with church. And I'm sure that's probably been yours too as well. I know a lot of people have experienced that part. So that ain't nothing new. All right. Tip number seven. Reflection and adaptation. Finally, the spiritual journey is not static and neither should our habits be. Regular reflection on our habits, whether through meditation, mantras, or spiritual counseling, ensures that they continue to serve our evolving spiritual needs and aspirations. In summary, from a spiritual perspective, habit formation is much more than a tool for personal efficiency or self-improvement. It is a way of living that continues and aligns us with our spiritual essence and deepens our connection to the divine, the universe, or the source. As we wrap up today's episode, the power of habit formation, remember that every big change starts with a small step. The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, and the same is true for transforming your life through habits. We've covered the science of habits. We've heard inspiring stories and discuss practical steps you can take starting today. I encourage you to pick just one habit you want to work on. It doesn't have to be big or life-changing at first. What matters is that you start and stay consistent. Remember, the power to transform your life lies in your daily routine. And that's very true. Sometimes we get in this mindset of thinking, we got to do it all now, do it all at once. <laughs> you got to be gentle with yourself. You really have to. And when you're gentle with yourself, just taking one step at a time. That's all you have to do because there is a lot of habits that we all have, including myself. I'm still working on stuff. <laughs> and that's beautiful. And that's a beautiful thing because we all should be working on ourselves on a daily basis. It's very important. For me, it's been an amazing journey of self-discovery when I started to change my old habits. Because there's a lot of habits that don't even necessarily come from us. It, it comes from our upbringing, if you really think about it. I feel like a lot of the root causes to a lot of our habits have to do with how we were raised and things that happened when we were kids and teenagers and stuff like that. And it's just really interesting to think about that and to understand that we can really change and mold ourselves 
into the best version that we can be. And, and that's a very powerful thing to know and realize that you can do that. So I really hope that this episode was very encouraging for you guys today and that you will apply these seven tips. I have applied these seven tips to my life. And so I'm very grateful that I was able to share these tips with you guys today. So thank you for joining me on the Lucius Lyron podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please share it with friends and don't forget to subscribe for more content like this. For more resources, you may check out our website at hotrs13.org. Once again, that is hot, H-O-T. Until next time, keep making those small changes and watch how they add up to a transformed life. Stay inspired and keep growing. Join me again next time for more discussions on life, astrology, love, science, and spirituality with its connection to our daily lives. And remember to always live in power.